We back. We back, baby. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Anything Will Work. This is episode 12, currently untitled at the time of recording. We usually title them after the fact. And if you're watching, you yeah. might notice something a little different this time. Yeah. Special <laughs> guest. Yeah, special guest here tonight, sitting between us. Yeah, you want to introduce yourself? What up, y'all? I'm Miles Murphy. Good <laughs> <laughs> friend of, of Caleb and uh, Shane's. They're a big reason why I moved here to Brooklyn. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, really. Yes. So, yes. so, I'm really honored to be on, on the podcast. Big fan. I guess this is like what a white boy would feel like if he went on Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, probably very similar, honestly. I feel like, okay. No shit. Wait, okay. For, let's finish your introduction, though. Um, in case you didn't know, Miles also is a host of his own podcast yeah. with our good friend and his brother, Jan Minifee. Uh-huh. Real Ballers Read. You should yeah. check them out on Instagram and also yeah. check out their podcast. Thank also. you. Yeah, Thank you for the shout-outs that you always are giving, man. You're blessed. Of man. course, man. Yeah. Big fans. And we know Miles from high school as well, so it's where he goes. It goes way back. It goes way back. It goes way, way back. And also, you can, if, for those who can't see but are hearing, um, I hope you can just, I want you to know that we've also got a greedy going on screen right now. <laughs> oh my. So you should definitely check out the YouTube channel to get the full video Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about the radio, buddy. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. And so a reminder, it's an open invite. If anyone wants to be a, a guest on the show, please let us know. We'll be happy to have you. The bar is low. Yeah. Oh, I right. have to beg yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you know, friends, family, if you're doing something awesome that is like, you know, a life passion and not necessarily related to your job, mm-hmm. actually, no, you don't have it related to your job, but you would just love to share. Like, if you're writing a book, you're creating like movies, you're making dope music, like, and even if you're just like a regular schmegular right. person. Just living your life beyond, you know, off the clock. Please, we'd love to have you. Right, actually, and uh, not to put you on the spot, Miles, mm-hmm. but like before we get started, do you just want to like talk for like two seconds about Real Ballers Read? Let people know what you're working on. Yeah, yeah totally, totally. Um, let's see, what can I say? It's always changing. Um, but my brother and I basically over quarantine you know, realized that we had a really strong passion for, for reading, reading books. And we were just like, let's share it with the world. Um, we had had a blog for probably like a couple of years where we were just like posting book reviews, book reviews too. And we were just like, why haven't we shared this with any friends yet? And so we did. And now we are like posting uh, book reviews to our Insta, Instagram page and site and I don't know what else to really say. And right, we I had a spinoff podcast called the Real Ballers Read Podcast where we've invited like academics, writers, other. Um, uh, I thought you meant DJ academics. The <laughs> <laughs> DJ. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're uh, to talk to talk about the, the books that have really uh, shaped them, their favorite books, and it's been a really uh, fun, formative experience. Um, but yeah, it's always changing. Really, it's just been fun though. That's what awesome. I do for, for, for free. Basically, I'm not making money off of this. So. That's what's up. I mean, yeah. and we're not making any money on this either. So. <laughs> <laughs> At least passion projects need passion projects. 
So but, please, but I mean, if anyone out there that's listening would like to throw some bread, for real, please, please, yeah, you, please you got something to sponsor to any of us. I'll read whatever. Yeah, <laughs> for real, like you can put whatever tag in the top left, top right, bottom left. Bottom right there, right. man, right. man, we got man. you. Cash man. app, Instagram, cash app. I take Zelle personally. They're crypto. What is your phone number? I'll put the yeah, <laughs> nice, nice try. Nice try. You know, I learned that trick from my buddy Candice. 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 <laughs> wow. Got him. Wow. Which Candice? I obviously don't know. Candice Owens? Candice Parker? Is a basketball player. Whoosh. Then. Wait, which Candice? Man. For Candice and Fur? Are you going to finish the joke? Honestly, at this point, I don't even know. So I have to sit here. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna let me just sit in this. What is who? Candace? Who is Candace? Candace Dick picking up on. Wow! Yeah. Wow. What a setup. Yeah. What a setup. That's crazy. <laughs> That was not me being a good host. He's going to leave five, two minutes on the show. Yeah, yeah. Guessing, we, we just blame him. Yeah. You're not going to have any guests anymore. That was actually so funny, bro. That buildup was crazy. Yeah. Like, no, it was so long. <laughs> he was guessing. That's why I was like, oh, shit, he doesn't know. I know. I know. I he's now, he, yeah, he knows now. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing today? Honestly, today is a... So I was say today is a special episode, but you already know that. We got our boy Miles here. So uh, what we decided to do today was focus more on the stories, storytelling. Yeah. You know, this these, this collective friendship, knowing each other has been nine plus years, which is wild. That is crazy. Wild. We can't hold. Yeah, I've known Caleb since I was 14. 14. 14. Yeah, 14. 14. Caleb since I was 14, I've known Miles since the next I was 15. Year. Yeah, so... You know, it's a good long time to know somebody. Um, and yeah, like, we just want to dive deep into our brains and we'll hope you'll enjoy the journey with us. So we we each wrote some questions to prompt conversation. Yeah. We'll see if we get to all of them, but... Shane, you want to get started and go down the line? Yeah, absolutely. I actually don't even have to read mine off my phone because I remembered it. Um, what social stigma do you think society just has to drop? Like, we got to get rid of it. Mm. You know, like, okay, we've had it's time in the sun of us being haters. We got to drop it now. Oh, being out, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's like, a good question. It's a, that yeah. is a great question. Yeah. Social stigma. And you're saying, like, if I snap my fingers, it would just, like, dis- disappear. It would be gone, or, like, we would still have to work through it. Because we're working through a lot of things. Let's say that, like, we have to really work through it. Like, all right, guys, we got three months by the end, like, we're done. We figured it out instead. You know? No dilly-dallying. I actually don't know how to answer that one, so... I got got one, I got one. All right, go ahead, shoot. Um, I feel like we gotta... We gotta get rid of being afraid to do stuff by yourself. Ooh. Damn. Like... That's fire. So, I mean, just for instance, like, you never really see people, like, go out to dinner by themselves. But, like, you might see people, like, going for a walk or whatever. But, 
but like as far when it comes to like the stuff that people kind of consider as like dates or like mm-hmm. coupley type things or things to do with your friends like for the most part i feel like it is stigmatized to do by yourself Mm. Uh, well, I will say, like, I went to go see a movie by myself, and honestly, that was, like, one of the most enjoyable experiences that I've had going to a movie theater. Big cosign. I haven't, I haven't gone to a restaurant by myself yet to, like, really, like, sit down, eat, like, and enjoy, like, a really nice meal. But I'm going to do that in 2022, you know? I'm going to end the stigma. I'm going to end the stigma. Because I just, I mean, okay, to, like, bring it, to make it more personal, like, when we were... We were in high school. Yeah. Like, going to the dining hall was, like, a stressful oh. experience. Really? Because, like, you had to you had to find somebody to sit next to. You were not going to sit by yourself. You can't just go and sit at a table by yourself because then it's, everyone's looking at you like, who is this weirdo over here? Like, no <laughs> friends. No friends. How you got no friends if you live here? <laughs> and, and if there were times, everyone, I'm sure everyone had this time where, like, really? oh, someone, maybe someone's still at sports practice or, like, someone's doing homework, they're sick, whatever, and, like, damn, I don't have Nobody to go to, to dinner with right now. Right. I really hope there's someone there that I can see and sit next to because if not, I'm going to be looking like a weirdo. Can't handle weirdo. Yeah. But that shouldn't be the case. So that, that's that's my stigma. That's my stigma I want to get rid of. That's a, that's a really great one. Well, it started off strong, man. Big cosign. We should do that more. Just take care of ourselves and do shit by ourselves. Facts. Ah, now I'm trying to think of one. It's a tough question. It is a tough question. I feel like I kind of started us off with a toughie. I mean, you killed it. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll say one. It's kind of a broad one. Asking for help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's one I wrestle with all the time. I'm so bad at it. Like, I just, you know, anytime I have a problem, like, my first instinct is like, oh, fuck, I got to figure this out. Like, <laughs> you know, I got to get it together. Like, I... I never even think to ask for help until usually it's like way too late. Mm. But yeah. let, me, let me ask you something, not to like cut you off. No, go ahead. Do you think that's, and not to make this like, like a binary question, but do you think that's a man thing? Mm. Honestly. Mm. I don't know. I think in part. I think, I think men are encouraged, I think men are encouraged not to ask for help. I do feel like some part of that pride is like, you know, this is heterosexual, like, yeah, like, you've got to figure this out. <laughs> but I mean, I also, I was raised by like two women, my mom, my grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I felt like models of that weren't like a big thing in my upbringing. I think a big part of it is pride. Like, I feel like growing up, I was told consistently because I did like well in school, like I was kind of like quick on the pickup. Like, it's like, oh, like. Shane, like, you're so smart. Like, you can do, like, anything you want. And I'm, like, worried. Like, part of me is, like, no, I definitely can't. I'm not that smart. But, like, I, I still, I think I internalized the idea that, like, I, I singular, can do anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, when something's not going well, it's, like, this is my fault because, like, I'm doing something wrong and not, like, hey, maybe I still don't understand this. And, like, this is an opportunity sort of get some insight so you can, like, fix the problem. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, no, like, I'm fucking up. Like, I have to figure it out. Like, if I'm making a mistake, I have to fix it, which prevents me from asking for help. It probably is a good part of it, too. I'm like, nah, man, I'm not going to ask somebody <laughs> else to do this shit. Like, right. I'm Shane, man. Come on. Like, Shane's smart. You're it's him. 
I'm I'm that guy. I'm him. Yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah. That reminds me. Caleb used to do this thing where it's actually back in high school too. I was like, man, I feel like I'm not not like well known on campus. Like everyone just like see Shane. This is early on. Oh, I feel like by the end people were like, oh, yeah, yeah. But at the start, you know, I felt like I wasn't like super social. Right. And I was like, yeah, like I'm just not like well known. Like everybody was Caleb. Caleb was like, oh, you're a celebrity in my eyes, Shane. And like he says this shit like every conversation we've had in the last ten years, like you're a celebrity in my and like at first it was really annoying. It's true, but it's low key inspirational. Like yeah, like I'm famous, bro. But you know, it's kind of a side tangent. Yeah, we got a drive beautiful thing. It's I used to get. I was livid. It's like stop, stop. It's like I'm really no. I'm doing this right now. But you meant you meant it in like an honest way or like a funny way at first. Both. It had to be. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it had to be funny. Definitely both. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah, but definitely drop that stigma. Like, ask for help. And like, honestly, I'll tell this to myself as well. I'm gonna listen back to this episode, like at some point while like Mad Things editing and like when it's out, and I'm gonna be like, damn. Like, I need to ask for help more often. Yeah. It helps. You know, I don't even know if my answer qualifies, but I know it doesn't. <laughs> well, I mean... But... Ghosting? Mm-hmm. Is this, it's more of a practice. But I wanted to talk about it, I wanted to bring it up, because I've heard, like, both folks say it's a really good thing, but I think it's more really bad. And, like, you know, it's a, it's a thing that's come up, you know, through having phones, through texting... DM all of this, right. and I think there are times it makes sense, and there are other times where it collects so much, like, I don't know, weight on people when you just get ghosted. Yeah, that's definitely true. Over yeah. time. Wait, can I, can I, I don't ask know you? if it's a stigma, I, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's definitely frowned upon, it's, but it's not a. Yeah, yeah. Right. What What's like. Um, he said there's an argument that it's like a good thing. Mm-hmm. What's good about those? What, what, what's, what are people, not saying it's your argument, but what are people usually saying? And this is what's interesting. All of the pro-ghosting arguments I've heard are from women. And that makes sense. Because then there are more, I would say, creepy guys. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> when girls just want to be like, yo, I'm not talking to you. Right? Like, that's right. For my safety, right? right? Yeah. Um, but still, I think there are many, many girls too that have said, right, it's really sad when guys just like cut off all contact. Yeah. Um, I know. It might through like dating apps, texting, like I think it has just become a big thing uh, that folks don't know what to do. I think it's like the internet in general has made things okay. a lot more impersonal mm-hmm. than it seemed to. So online dating has created this really weird environment. As far as I'm seeing it from the outside, right? Where, like, it's actually really impersonal. Mm -hmm. You know, the point is supposed to be, like, personal. Like, Mm -hmm. the sole focus at this point, what they're most successful at is getting you to hook up with somebody. You know? Like, even Snapchat, which I would argue started as, like, an online dating app. Like, disappearing messages? Like, come on. Like, yo, the early days of Snapchat. crazy. crazy. So I heard, because we were 15, and we definitely weren't getting that kind of correspondence at all. No. Um, but yeah, like, it's just, just 
It's really about like, okay, like superficial, like quick, this disappears, like it's an in and out experience. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like ghosting sort of becomes like literally ghost is like the really? logo for a snap. Like ghosting becomes like an essential practice, not just in dating, but it's in most online interactions. Right. Like, you know, like people have been ghosted on like jobs or like Facts. just like and making French sin like oh, you know like you visit you send your application in and it's like oh like it's gonna be lit and they don't even get back to you ever like you just never know yeah so I think it's just like a big thing of how the internet has in ways made life a little bit more unsatisfying but I think it's a good point like it's not always bad to ghost right. you know like is it is it worse to ghost somebody or to like or to be ghosted well, no, 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 not in a, this, oh, let's say, okay, what's worse? Getting ghosted or having your expectations fucked with? What do you mean? In the sense of, like, somebody, like, knows, like, this isn't going anywhere. In any sense, right? Like, romantically, sexually, or otherwise. But they, like, basically entertain the idea with you to the point where you meet up. Like, is it worse to get your hopes up right. and then be disappointed or to just be ghosted and to never know what could have been? Okay, so I, I, I see what you mean. But at the same time, like, when you get ghosted, your expectations are also still getting fucked up, but just in a different way. Because you're expecting, it's like, some sort of response, like, you're expecting it to be, like, continue to come back, like, at least conversation going forward. Right. And so you're sitting there waiting for that for one day, two days, one week, one month, and then it's like, ah, damn. Like, that <laughs> ain't happening, it ain't happening. That ain't, you know? It's enough. So either way... Like, either way, the best is just be, like, transparent. Yep. True. That's really the... Wait, so where is the stigma in ghosting? Because I was trying to figure that out. Oh, like, is it positive or negative? Would it really be, like, oh, not being forward in texting more often and just not letting it go to ghosting? You know what I'm saying? Oh, so what the shit be? I'm just trying to make it fit. So should it it be that, like, ghosting is, is more accepted... Like, you're just like, oh, I got ghosted, that's it. Or is it like, we should just drop ghosting as the practice? Is ghosting the stigma? Is the is the cowardice of, like, not just it's, cutting it's something off? It's the cowardice, I guess. Or yeah. it's the not sending that final message, like, right, it'd be like I want to ghost. I'll say this. <laughs> <laughs> just say I want to ghost. Here's, here, <laughs> all right, here's, here's my take. I feel, like, I feel like being ghosted should be destigmatized. That's the part. Yes. Um, Okay. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like everybody goes, but no one really like feels bad about it until they're the one that's ghosted. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. True. that's fair. That's so so true. you gotta be okay yeah. with it. So like, you're gonna do it. Like you know, they have. They, they have, have to take. They have to take. They happen. You know, I mean, it, it happens to everybody. Yeah, I love that one. Everybody gets ghosted at some point. I've gotten ghosted like three times in the last week. Oh. <laughs> It's gonna be okay, boys. But I but see like right, like low key, is it karma? How many people have I ghosted? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You should know. You should know. You You should know. know. If you're listening to this episode live, go ahead uh, go to Real Ballers Read and whatever the most recent Instagram picture is, I want you to post the number. No context. That's just how many people do you think Miles is ghosted? Don't post any, no one know the words. We'll put up a just poll. the number. We'll put up a little poll. We'll put up a little poll on the episode. How many yeah. people is Miles ghosted? Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, take your guess. Where's your uh, next question, bro? 
It's you now. Yeah, you go all day. So yeah, Miles, <laughs> your question. So I wanted to ask something real simple. Okay. But like, given you know all the bad news that we've gotten for for years now, I want to ask you all what gives you hope for the future. Damn. That's not simple, bro. But it's not. not right? simple. Yeah. That's <laughs> a simple <laughs> question, it's but not. it's it's hard. It's a hard answer. answer. Yeah. Yeah. What gives hope? Hope for the world. Hope for the future. I mean, the youth. I guess. But schools, we teach, bro. You know, there's no. We don't kids. talk about. We <laughs> don't talk about work. Right? We don't bad. talk about work on the podcast. But. With that being said, I feel like kids are doing the same shit that kids were doing when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It might not have been me, but kids were doing sh- Here's the difference I'll say. <laughs> and it's like this is a pro and con in terms of the hope, but we're talking about the positive, right? right? The internet has irreversibly connected us in ways that our brains simply have not adapted enough mm-hmm. to handle, for better or for worse. Like, at most, we're supposed to know 150 people ever. How many friends you got on Facebook before Facebook became? Like 2,000. How many friends you got on Facebook? Yeah. A lot more than 150. Yeah, same, same, same. A lot, a lot, a lot more. So, like, this is the fact that we even counted so many people in our lives. Like, even statistically, right? The idea of a boarding school where you're taking from places all over the country, like mm-hmm. Texas, Ohio, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and we've known each other for 10 years, like, that's not supposed to happen and it's enriching but you know it's, it's it's unusual so i feel like that opportunity for connection with a generation that grows up with that as a norm i feel like they can stand to reap the most benefits and the worst like consequences of that you know depending on like where they're at and everything so sometimes that gives me hope that just like you know people our age and younger are going to be doing dope things. But, you know, sometimes I also worry that we'll continue to recreate the, you know, systemic issues and the systems that, you know, oppress others and keep us in the same place. So ultimately, my hope is that, you know, the, the positive end of that is, is the result, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. That's a fair answer. Yeah. You got one? Yeah, I think my answer... Is a little a little strange. And I don't even know if it um, will work out in a positive way, but I think an event that gave me hope in this past year was the great red resignation. Oh yeah. And I say this because like folks were like quitting jobs that they didn't like. And I think that is a positive just for like humans knowing that their lives were like finite and right, they weren't gonna live for, for forever. So it's like I wanna spend my time like, well, and I think even us doing our passion projects, coming out of the coin, coin, coin routine, it really shows you that, like, I think life has just been, like, more honored, valued uh, for your time, right. and folks are not willing to work jobs that they don't like now. So I think that that was one event, kind of, that's still ongoing, but, you know, hope, hopefully those folks find, find jobs that could be uh, really positive. Fingers crossed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's my answer. I think that's a great answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. Like my answer, I feel like my answer kind of pushes back on 
Change answer a little bit. Yeah, some pushback. I like it. <laughs> we don't get enough contention on this show. Because like I, I, I mean, first of all, kids are kids. Kids are gonna be kids. I, if I'm being honest, I don't interact with kids enough to get hope from mm-hmm. children. Fair. Whenever I see a kid, I'm like, damn, I don't, I don't want a kid. That's that's my thought. Like at all? <laughs> like wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Like you don't want a kid like ever. No, right? no, no, no. I, okay. I want to have kids in the future, but I'm saying like. Like, when I see a, ch- a child right now, I'm like, thank God I do not have any kids. Right. Then that's not my problem right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't plan on having any kids anytime soon. That's mm-hmm. that's for sure. Yeah, big call sign. But, like, um, I mean, I don't, like, my answer is, like, us. Like, and so, like, mm-hmm. obviously, like the, like, the people sitting at this table, like, the people, like, I don't know, that I, like, choose to associate myself with. Like I feel like we're in the future. Like be- before the before the kids. Like right. I mean, <laughs> we're right here. We're still young. I, like I don't know. I feel like I feel like we lose perspective a little bit because like I mean, I feel like it's human nature to kind of project yourself older or like more mature than you actually are. Mm-hmm. And I only say that because like I remember when I was sixteen years old. I remember when I was eight years old, and I was like. I'm a big kid, or like when I was 16 years old, like I'm I can run this shit. Like I'm 16. Who's gonna tell me no? Basically, right? But like looking back at that age now, it's like I didn't know shit. Right. I wish somebody had told me no. And now I'm sitting here at, at 24. I just turned 24 years old, and I and again I still feel like I could run this shit at 24. But the reality is like we're all still like extremely young. Like we're all still like growing. We're all still still like figuring out who we are, like individually, and like we are like really like the ones in position to like grow into those like future leaders that like really help shape the world. And like I be- I believe like in myself. I believe in the people that I surround myself with. And like so, I don't. That, I feel like that's what really like inspires hope for me on a daily basis. Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. That is yeah, that's a great that's answer. What I, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. That's great. So long story short, fuck them kids. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, kids ain't doing shit. We will have done it by the time the kids I'm not going to lie. Like, I think we were born at the right age. Because I think, like, even a couple years younger than us, all these kids grew up with like Snapchat, TikTok, IG, in ways that we even didn't. Where yeah. it was like so ingrained in a part of their their lives from a young young age that like every time I interact with even like infants now, they're scrolling on iPads. I'm like, dang, y'all even have toys? Yeah, like, no, you nice. yeah. used to have toys. Yeah, the phone, the phone, the gas, exactly. Exactly, but like now it's just apps and. TikTok, like I really was waiting to get some fried chicken wings. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Okay. And there was a three-year-old girl doing a TikTok dance to the T. And she kept doing it. I was like, I don't know. It just felt weird. That is weird. Because she it was she was perfect at it. And, and the song kept playing and playing. I'm just like, man, like, what are you seeing on that app? I mean, it's the whole idea of like yeah. memetic potential like even the origin of like the word meme is like an idea that you know recreates itself is reproduced like mm-hmm. function like, I, I, mean, like wait, wait, wait. I'm, 
I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm only, I'm just pausing you there because I'm actually like, I'm unfamiliar with like the origins of the word. <laughs> the word? Okay, wait, hold <laughs> on, but it seems like, no, it seems like you're kind of like touching on it for so like inform us. Inform so, okay, so from my very informed understanding, and if I fuck this up, Bad Ting will come in and give the exact definition. In fact, Bad Ting should do it anyway. I'm just going to paraphrase my understanding. Okay. French word, generally just an idea that spreads. Like something that is like... What's the word? Le men or something like that. <laughs> like, I'm probably fucking this up. Bad Ting's going to mm. fix it. Not quite Shane. The word meme is British actually. Coined by Richard Dawkins, who said that memes are a unit of cultural transmission. Quote, memes are to culture what genes are to life, just as biological evolution is driven by the survival of the fittest genes in the gene pool, cultural evolution may be driven by the most successful memes. End quote. Sounds about right. But it's just like an idea that spreads. And of course, like it's, you know, 4chan starts doing this thing and they find some nerd on 4chan that attaches the word to it and then it becomes like the wider idea. But I think my understanding of memes is that it's functioning like a virus. It's a virus of ideas. Like, and the thing is, like, information that's retained in something that has memetic potential, something that will end up repeating itself, like, it just becomes a thing because it becomes a thing. Like, every potential virus that could develop isn't going to be the next big thing. Unless sometimes you have the superstar. No one knows exactly why it's going to, like, take the world by storm, <coughs> COVID. But it just does. And that's kind of like a meme. Like, honestly, like, try and explain why some of this shit is funny. It's like, you can't. But it just is. Like, it, it just... That's a group. That's, yeah, yeah, it just... Yeah, fair. It hits the zeitgeist, and, like, it just works. And so I feel like shit like TikTok dances is a great example of, like, mimetic potential, like, where, like, the original thesis disappears. Even, like, the idea of, like, oh, like, who gets credit for creating this shit? Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes, like, it's kind of like death of the author. Like, it doesn't even matter who made the dance in the first place after a certain point. Because mm -hmm. we just forget. We, we don't get to tap into that origin because we learned about it from somebody who learned about it from somebody else who copied it off this shit, who copied it off this shit, who added a move. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, the idea of, like, okay, there's an origin to this sort of becomes irrelevant. And it gets problematic when you, you know, we introduce it to, to kids or those who just don't have that ability to critically analyze, like, what does this mean? Like, you can even say shit like saying nigga is, like, a meme. Essentially, right? Because, you know, people who... I think everyone at this table would be, like, wary about, like, yeah, you should not be... That's not your place to be saying nigga. At this table? I say, I feel like we're on the same page where, like, if Joe Rogan... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I, which, he, which he has, by the way. One, one, one uh, thing that puts us over Joe Rogan is we can say the N-word, so... <laughs> So hey, I'm gonna put that out there. Yeah. He says a lot of it. I mean, he no. said, but well, he says it too. And on the show? Well, he he, he no. got caught, like oh, dropping. Like he basically said at one point he was in uh, a black neighborhood and compared it to Planet of the Apes. Which, like, okay, guys, like, cancel culture this, cancel culture that. Like, that's objectively fucked up. Like, people are like, oh, I wanted to thin Joe Rogan. Like, look at what he actually said. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Sorry, I've seen the Planet of the Apes movies. Uh, no, it does, doesn't look like any niggas I know. What is it? Caesar? Yeah, Caesar. <laughs> no! <laughs> the Donkey Kong, that shit. Yeah, I know. But that doesn't look like any black person I know, actually. So, uh, yeah, suck my dick from the back, Joe Rogan. 
put me on the show, we'll debate about it. Because I, you know, like, don't just put me on the show because I'm like, oh, I'm an anti-vaxxer. Like, no, let's get some actual controversy. I don't like you. So, like, let's talk. I'm calling you out right now. Hey, yo. On Spotify. Let's oh, talk wow. about it, bro. Let's talk smoke. about it. All the God, smoke. All I want all the smoke. You and Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's a lesser Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Let's not put them in the same category. They're not. They're not. They're not in the same category. They're not in the same category. I want more of the smoke with, with Joe Rogan. Than me. I don't even know. Oh, let's rewind. 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 Because I'm on a tangent. The point is, we disconnect from like, the actual meaning behind something when it spreads. Because as it gets a wider umbrella, like, it means less to people. Like, I honestly believe, like, white kids who get caught saying the N-word when they're like, I didn't know it was bad. I still think they're being dumb because you should know. Mm-hmm. But also, like, when your only exposure to it is when it's been through, like, 1,600 horses' mouths and it just feels like it doesn't have any weight to it, of course, like it feels meaningless to you, especially because you're white and you don't, you weren't born into that context. So, so for me, it's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like that's, that's definitely like a downside of, of the internet culture. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, mm-hmm. you have three-year-olds doing like a TikTok dance and like, of course there is dancing and, and, and part of that is very much innocent. They're three. Mm-hmm. But you know, if a dance has like moves that collectively would be like, oh, that's pretty sexual or inappropriate for like a child. Mm-hmm. Like they're not thinking with that context because it's the meme. It's the idea without substance. They're not thinking about origin. They're not thinking about context. They're not thinking about meaning. It doesn't have meaning. It's just funny or entertaining because it is. Yeah. You know, like with memes, like you know, we don't. If we ask why it's funny, it's not funny anymore. But we legitimately don't know why it's funny. Like if you put a picture of like a fat Yoshi, have you seen a big Yoshi before? That team is gonna put up a picture of Big Yoshi and he's listening to this. <laughs> no, if you're listening to this episode, I tell Bad Team to do this because why did I yeah. think Bad Team was like actually here? Like I was like excited what are you to talk about. She is. You're excited to meet. Yeah. Bad Team, can you introduce yourself to Miles? Hey, Miles. Hey, she was a long time coming. Yeah, I'm just, I'm yeah she hasn't met earlier. She's yeah. So right now we're <laughs> So probably she hasn't ghosted you yet. So baby, <laughs> take me out to dinner wow. first. <laughs> wow. I would I would literally pay a screenwriter to recreate her with me and that team. Great story. Let's talk later, That's Miles. Hilarious. Spike Jones happens that to be team. a personal what, friend what, of mine. What would the black version of her even be called? <laughs> she? <laughs> him. I'm him. My my favorite comedian right now, Dorian Travis, he has a joke mm-hmm. uh, where he's like, my friends keep calling me Moonlight, and he's like, I feel like that's too good a movie to compare me to, like you know, like Mahershala Ali kills it, like you know, all the actors, like the script writing is amazing. He's like, I just got a hand job on the beach, like it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny joke. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He's funny. If you guys haven't heard Yadoye, please check him out. He's dope. And that's not a sponsor. That's not. He's not. No one's paying us. No free. No No one's paying us. No one's paying us. Wait, Caleb. Your question. Oh, yeah, my question. Yeah. Um, I know the question. Um, in 40, okay. 40 years from now. Next. What will you be nostalgic about 
from today. Can I go first? Go ahead. Drake's not gonna make it to the 2060s. That's oh wow, no, no way. That's wait, a wait, wait. that's a hot. Wait, take. you mean living? No, he's gonna be alive. <laughs> I hope. I'm not wishing wait, death. On <laughs> I'm not wishing death on the man. First of all, wait, wait. One that that does not answer my question. Wait, so, you seem like you just wanted to hate. Yeah, him. I'm, I'm not hating. Say, I'm not is, hating. I was gonna say this is not wait, answer uh, my question. So he was hating. No, second of all, second of all, that is cap. That's also just. No, they said we're gonna be nostalgic. No, even if you're not, even if you personally are not nostalgic, I'm saying I will be. People are going to be still talking about Drake the way people are talking about fucking the Beatles. But that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go ahead. First of all, Drake, bop after bop after bop after bop after bop. What I'm saying is, Drake, we're always gonna be talking about this. Period. Like, I'm not denying that at all. I just want to be clear. So what are you saying about the years? No, I was just saying, like, 40 years from now, we're really going to be looking back and appreciating what this moment in his career was now. Like, we were, we've been alive from the start to, to the current status of Drake's career. Mm-hmm. And we got to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the music that people think is the most iconic is the shit that was around when they were teenagers. Like, if you're reading mm-hmm. this, is too late. I remember the exact moment that dropped. Exactly. I remember the bet I was in. I so remember when I jumped out. Not be around. <laughs> the Drake we know. Years old. No, yeah, no, but I'm about. saying he's gonna he's gonna be around. It's just gonna be different. Cause can you imagine seventy year old Drake making the same music? <laughs> he's not gonna be making music. He's gonna retire. Like no way. But, but you know, some artists never have a future. No, no. But yeah. so, okay, he will be different. But some artists never really like yeah. retire. You know what I mean? Like Jay Z. Jay-Z is still doing shit. Like, I would say he's still an active artist. Like, Prince was making music well up until the point that he died. You know? Michael Jackson was about to go on his comeback tour. And mentioning those two is interesting because they didn't die old, sadly. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but I I do feel like Drake is not Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino's the type of nigga to be like, I got one more album in there. Wait, wait, wait. And by the time I'm 40, I'm done making this pop. Pause, pause, time on Okay, I'm making sense. I'm making somebody. Wait, 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 say that again. Say that again. Can I, can, I, can I say it again? Childish Gambino is one to retire early. Childish Gambino is someone who would rather choose to rest on his laurels. Then it continue with something if he felt oh, like yes. it was done. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Like he's not gonna keep doing Fair. one thing if he felt like I've done that and I'm done with it. Drake, I feel like, is someone who is like, I want to continue to build my legacy, which he's continuing right, to wait, do. Wait. Let me let me pause you for a second. Though. Okay. Can we can we be honest? Because I I I love Childish Gambino too. Like Atlanta is dope. His music is fire. Right. I watched Community some episodes here and there. Well, you gotta watch the whole show, bro. I haven't watched the whole show. I've seen a few episodes here and there. Like, he, obviously, he's like an incredibly talented person. Can we be honest though? Like forty years from now, are we? We're, like, we're not gonna be talking about Childish Gambino. Cap. <laughs> no, no, let's be honest. Cap. Let's if I were to bet my money, let's be honest. Let's be honest. I don't know. Let's be honest. Wow. Let's be no. Like, yeah, let's be all let's honest. Let's be honest. Like, we will. Honestly, the people that like really transcend their their decade, their era, whatever. Like right. when it comes to like entertainment or sports or whatever, like it, it really is like two or three people that get remembered. 
But it's different now. And he's not going to be in those two or three. No, no, but we're going off the standards of people who are hot when our parents were our age or their parents were our age. Like, music and just fame is so different now. Because mm-hmm. it, it's not even... Some would argue the bar is lower. I would argue that the field is way bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, even it's the idea of, like, black famous. Like, people didn't know who fucking Pam Greer was. Like, if you're... Yeah, if you're not black, like, they might not ring any bells for you. Like, even, like, Aretha Franklin, a fucking icon and legend. I know there's a lot of people who probably would, would have had no idea who she was. Mm-hmm. Right? Because there's just, like, different realms of fame. And I feel like that's even bigger now. Like, for me, like... The internet is one of my favorite bands. Mm. Most people I know will not be able to be like, oh yeah, like Sid the Kid, like she's famous to me. There's, she's not. Like Steve Lacey's pretty big right now, mm-hmm. but like Steve Lacey might not always be like remembered in the same way we would remember like on Michael Jackson because he's not that big. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like anyone can get to the level of fame that these people used to get to because being famous meant something else back then. Very true. Yes, you know? I know. Like I, I, I like I'm. Okay, here's the thing. Like, I agree with you, but I still think at the end of the day, like, there's levels to it. Yeah, I mean, Drake is, like, everywhere. And, like, Drake is, like, I don't know. It's, it's like, the old, like, debate, discussion, whatever, about, like, being a star versus being a superstar. Mm-hmm. And, like, at the end of the day, like, Drake is a superstar. Drake could literally never put out a single piece of content again, whether it's, like, music if he goes back into acting, whatever, like, he can literally put out nothing ever again and people will continue to follow him, his child, like, who he's dating, whatever, like, in perpetuity. Just because it's Drake and, like, because of what he's accomplished thus far. Mm-hmm. And that's just, like, like, I, and, th- and I mean this, like, in no disrespect at all, but, like, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, he's just not in that stratosphere. But my argument is, does he have to be in the same way? Not because like, he's not. He's not. But to Drake. make your point, to make to make my point accurate. But it's like, years, is he going to be relevant yeah. in forty years? Yeah. To me, absolutely. To a lot of people, like people still talk about Twin Peaks, and like David Lynch is like an immortal Eldritch being to most people. Talking about, who's talking about Twin Peaks. Well, you know, know. Oh, okay. Take your. I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying to ask you. Take your personal bias out of it. I ain't trying. I really am. Take your personal as much as I can. Because I know that's your guy. That's my guy. But like, also like, he's not my guy. Sometimes the last album is literally a date. Every every song is a different timestamp of the album. That's the title. Like that's confusing. I don't like when he does shit like that. Like Childish Gambino for me is like a, a person who I really enjoy. But also I'm like I do feel like you're a little too pretentious for your own good. He's clearly brilliant, but like. I do feel like his work can be very inaccessible in the way he presents it. And while I respect that as a creative decision, I can also say that could be limiting for his popularity if that was something that's ultimately important to me. But because I know that there are way more active Childish Gambino fans, people who would be more active than me, I can respect the fact that in 40 years they will look back and say, like, this nigga was a big deal. And then, like, you have other shit like his... Fame is sort of also linked with the fame of a lot of other people. Like Dan Harmon makes Community, and then Dan Harmon's one of the co-creators of Rick and Morty. So like, no one's gonna be talking about Dan Harmon <laughs> in forty years, bro. Let's let's be honest. Like, tell, tell Dan Harmon that. The eighties. Who who would we talk about today from the eighties? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. And who's but who's Michael like, Jackson? Exactly. Right. Mike Tyson. Like. That's right, and they're all still around. Nineties, like yeah. Rick. 
But well, like, no, it's, it's very, it's Jake. like the, the top, like, of the top in that specific, yeah. like, mm-hmm. bracket. The, like, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, that's the 80s, you know what I mean? That's right. it. There's a specific era there's of one, time. There's one to three people max. Here's, that, here's you just name, like, four or five people, is all I'm saying. Here's my hot take about black culture, because we run this shit worldwide, right? But my question is, why do we find it necessary to compare rappers, athletes, artists of all kinds to each other? Like, and this is kind of the heart of the versus battle, but like, I, I just don't ever hear other groups in the same way that we do, like, say like, oh, Taylor, 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 Taylor Swift is, is better than like, <laughs> Than um, Olivia Rodrigo. Exactly. Like, they don't. They don't beef in the way that we do. She is. Like, Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, Kanye, like Michael, Michael Jordan. Like, I think it's 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 Loki. You know what I'm saying? I know. Like, it's like there's so much, especially for someone like Drake. I feel is one of the most unnecessarily hated people on this earth. Wait, Literally, I, we will look back, and this is my answer. We will look back. And speaking of exactly, we will look back to this time. This man has made the catchiest music possible. Love him, hate him, but like, bro, like, this, mm-hmm. this man has made music that I want to dance, dance to, get lit to, like, go, go to the to the gym to, bro, not, go to the gym. Go to the gym. Go to the gym. Go to the gym. Go Exactly, man. Like, I, 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 we love and appreciate Drake for yeah. everything this man's put out. So it's like, Right, why do we spend so much time With comparing the them all the time? I, I just don't get it. You know what I You see what I'm saying, Rusty? You see what I'm saying? I, I 100% yeah. see what yeah. you're saying, yeah. yeah. I see it. I agree, because I think a big part of it, and also I think it's important that we're talking about Drake in this conversation, mm-hmm. right? I think hip-hop, it's two things, right? Mm-hmm. Not always at the same time. I think it's like only, there can only be one-isms. Like, it's just like the idea of like, hey, if we have like our exceptional... Blacks, like, they have to be right. exceptional in comparison to others. So, like, the comparisons will come up. But also, like, I think it's just sort of, like, the nature of, like, hip-hop or anything that feels competitive. And, like, like I think the biggest, like, conversation we talk about who's the best of all time might be with, with sports. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about, like, basketball, football, etc. Like, you know, the old better than Jordan conversation is mm-hmm. always going to be around. But then I think hip-hop is also a space that fundamentally the culture is rooted in there being a competitive seat. True. Like, True. you know, like, mm-hmm. battle rap, even, like, diss tracks, mm-hmm. like, beef in general. Like, mm-hmm. you know, niggas have really died over poetry. And, like, yeah, I, I mean, to, to be honest, right? Like, it's yeah. real life shit. So yeah. I feel like even when we're talking about it in, like, a more superficial level, like, I don't think Drake's ever, like, been in, like, some real, like, live or die shit. Like, by by default, we assume that there's some level of that space's existence mm-hmm. in hip hop, and mm-hmm. to be honest, it's still like alive and well in different like city cultures, different rap scenes throughout like different regions. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like there's this tangibility of, of like the competition mm-hmm. that exists in hip hop, which is why with artists like Drake, like we'll always be having that conversation of like, okay, like is this nigga valid? Because like you know. You know, like, is this, is this, like, real shit? And we're going to compare this to others. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is why, like, you know, depending on the kind of person you are, it really will affect which kind of current, like, big person in hip-hop you resonate with. 
who you'd say is the best. Like, mm-hmm. I'd say the holy trinity for a long time was Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole. And, you know, the conversations people would have is kind of like the potentials of collaboration or competition between the three. And really, I mean, that shit's not real. Like, they all have three very distinct labels and identities and, like, perspectives. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's been some overlap, but for the most part, they're kind of doing their own thing. And objectively, Drake is the biggest out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he just has, he can have the widest audience mm-hmm. so far. Uh, you know, and whether or not you respect that, I feel like it's ultimately subjective. Mm-hmm. So, I guess all this to say, I feel like we're going to be talking about Drake. And I want to be really nostalgic for the time when it's like, we had this kind of platform where, like, we have all these amazing artists existing at the same time. I think that's the difference from, from the 80s. Like, it was, there was a, a lot of really exceptional people, but I feel that the field of, like, exceptional artists and creators and all that is really, really wide now. So it's kind of like, that's we have it. no idea who we're going to end up remembering, and I feel like there might not be a consensus in the same way there mm-hmm. there was about, like, the same three or four people. Very and true. I feel like I kind of miss that because it does simplify things. Because we're going to be, like, 60 arguing over now, like, this nigga was the truth. And you're going to be like, I've never heard of him. It's like, mm-hmm. I have you not heard of, like, X? Mm-hmm. But, like, they have a legitimate reason that they might not have mm-hmm. heard of this person. I Okay, like, I don't mean to cut you off. I don't know if that was like... Oh, no, I, I'm done, so... I agree with you to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Because I do, I do think that 40 years from now, people will have more, like, individuals that, like, really resonated with them, like, whatever their message may be through, like, art, sports, entertainment, whatever, like, medium. Um, Because, like, things are a lot more accessible. And so, like, I don't know, if you're, like, if you're, like, a really big, like, Kid Cudi stan, right? Like, that's probably someone that you're going to remember when you're 67 years old, right? Um, But, like, I think... What I'm trying to say is that there are going to be, like, certain individuals that, like, everyone will remember and everyone will be able to, like... That's like a Michael Jackson. Like, like a Michael like Jackson. A Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. So, like, for you, like, yes. It may, maybe, like, that individual for you will be Childish Gambino. Yeah, but he would just be one of many. You'll be able yeah. to, like, recall, like, how that person impacted you. And, like, you probably won't be the only, like, individual that is able to, like, have that experience. But, like, for the most part, like, everyone will be, everyone our age will be, like, Drake was killing shit. Yeah. Kendrick was killing, killing shit. shit. And, like, I remember when... J. Cole was, like, like, double where, platinum with no features. I remember where I was when <laughs> this came out. Like, I remember I was at, like, this location. I was at this... I was, yeah, like, yeah. going to prom. I was going to this dance. I just got into college, whatever. Like, and, like, this, like, really resonates with me. And, like, everyone will have, like, that sort of shared experience with, like, a very few... Amount of individuals, right? Like Kanye will always be talking about, it. right? Wait, yeah. What right. was your original question though? Because I want to give now a oh, just like what are you going to be nostalgic for forty years exactly. from now? Yeah, because I think the music will stay relatively the same. I am nostalgic now for things forty years ago that I did not live through at all, like Ooh. our parents not having phones. I think about all of that. I, I, I it's crazy. Like, mm. they didn't even text their, their friends for, like, party, party events. Like, they just had to know. Yeah. Know it's going to place. Uh, yeah. No IG for, like, events. We rely on all that so much now. So I'm thinking in 40, in 40 years, what is the thing we don't even see coming? 
And I'm just like totally changing the way that we live. But I'm like, damn, we used to get <laughs> and now we're just like, so mental messages. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I hate so having to put up. I didn't think about that. That exactly. actually, that's, that's real. That completely right. changes my ass. Right. Like, yeah. Right. So that was gonna be like, I hate having to put up a cyanic shield when my girl wants to know my thoughts. Like, <laughs> you know, like, that is different. Yep. yep. Yeah. Can't take for granted our, our current state of things. So, actually, to build off of you now, now that you say that, like, for real. I think I'm gonna really be nostalgic for the world without the metaverse. Oh, please, dear God, NFTs, bro, and the metaverse are going to ruin so many things. I just think that the market gets into everything. The digital space in which it's so important in our lives now has now become just another set of commodities and markets and all this bullshit. Like, why can't we just enjoy something? Like, right. I feel like it takes away this idea that, like, some people just do shit because it's cool. Yeah. And not be, no, no, and, to, and, and not to say that, like, to support, like, you know, artists should starve or anything. Like, no, I feel like people got to eat, like, and I, I get it. Like, I really do get it. But, like, ultimately, like, this shit just feels like a one big scam. Like, we're not yeah. at the ready player one level of, of no. technology to make that shit viable or interesting I, or good. I and like I don't know, like maybe this take, maybe this take will like age really poorly. But honestly, like at the end of the day, like I really, I, I mean, I just like genuinely believe like life is supposed to be like played out in person, like human to human. I think that's gonna last very well. Like actually. I, I feel like that's not. I don't know, like. Like, the fact that that's even a hot take is, is ridiculous to me. Like, all this, like, virtual reality stuff, like, I, can, I understand, like, while it, why it's, like, cool. But, like, I don't believe that it's, like, really, like, really the future of, like, social interaction. But see, so, social media, IG, in my eyes especially, that's already primed us for that. Because what, what, what it is... Is like a social um, kind of mask over our real lives. You ask who, who, who someone is, you immediately blow up their profile. Like, IG, yeah. So it's like automatic in with our real life, and right, it's just gonna keep becoming more real. But it's scary and it's scary in its own way too. Yeah. Because um, it just expands on that, like it's like okay, who is somebody and he's like, here's their avatar. Right. And it's like, is that who you want? Then it's like, you can pull up, like, honestly, you can be like, who is somebody? And you gotta even pull up, like, their avatar, Bitmoji, whatever. You can pull up, like, their whole, like, algorithm and be like, they like this, they like this, they like that. Oh, like I mean, that's, that's, crazy. that's what's interesting is that, like, those that would sell us things probably know more about us in terms of, like, what information faces them on social media than we'd be able to learn about each other. Because, I mean, I get insanely specific advertisements on Instagram. Like what, Shane? <laughs> no, I, oh, honestly, I'll be real about it. I'll be real about it. So, I, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. If I have, I'm mentioning it now. I was recently, like within the last six months, diagnosed with ADHD. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Figured that out. I was like, you know what? Honestly, now that I'm really reading these symptoms in adults, this explains a lot. Okay, cool. Now, I get advertisements about specific medications 
tailored to that in online Instagram. As a matter of fact, I started getting those advertisements before I went and got diagnosed. That's crazy. So, like, I honestly think these algorithms are so much more powerful than even is publicly known. Mm -hmm. It has to be, right? Because it's like a meme that, like, oh, this shit listens to your conversation clubs. They're not talking about this, and then it knows. But, like, it definitely does. And that's really weird. Like, even if it's not recording our conversations, that's why. I'm like 70% sure it's not. Like, the fact that it doesn't have to, to be able to predict that, that's crazy powerful. Like, the fact that the people who could have all this information about us, and already do have all this information about us in, like, a metaverse world, like, are not, like, people who wish to understand us in terms of, like, who we are. It's to understand us as consumers. Oh, essentially, it's products in ourselves, so that data is inherently valuable. I mean, that's why Instagram and Facebook and Twitter are free. Any product that's free on the internet, you are the product. You're, you're someone to sell ads to, which is fucked. That's true. And I, I definitely will miss a, a time when that's less intrusive than it already is. Yeah. In 40 years. To weird, to weird and Kim's answer to my question about hope, though, mm. I, mm. I'm hopeful that actually our generation says no to the bad things. Mm. It says, uh-huh. you know what? We know that ours is trying to get down. Because I feel like we are even of the age where we have lived a large chunk of our lives with this stuff. And we, I hope, will have a choice and just be like, you know what? Let's not do this. Yeah. Like, the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We've already had it talking trends now, if that can happen on somewhat of a bigger bigger scale on like Twitter and anything like so you know this is this is exactly what we want to do. I feel like that rejection kinda of already started like you've seen on Twitter. I don't know if you guys have seen this before they have the NFT profile pictures. Oh where you can use from your blockchain to like the hexagon frame. And everybody's like that is the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. So like you know the flames have been happening. And I think like people in general Adults in these artists like have started to reject like the monetization of everything. Like you know, like loot boxes and video games, like you know, shit like Overwatch. It's like you pay like five bucks to get a random chance that you might get the one thing you want. Like as a cop med, like let me just buy the fucking skin. You know, like everything is turned into a lottery and that's whack. So I hope that you know that dies out and that we will continue to reject it because people don't fuck with that. Sure. You know, I don't, if I want to play some Ron James in Fortnite. Hey, I'll tell you what. In 40 years, I'm going to be nostalgic for LeBron James. Ooh. Now you say that. That's good. That's a good answer. <laughs> I, I've seen him live in person. Though. Me too. I've only seen him only once. But his last season dropped real crazy. I haven't seen him. He was playing with his, playing with his son. Exactly. Yeah, that's going to be something else. It's going to be magical to witness. Are they really going to make that happen? Do they have to? I mean, he said point blank. I'm going to play with my son in my last season. I feel like his last season is conditional on his son being in the league. And then he's going to whatever team he's at. Man has so much value and worth to the NBA. Like, he's low-key the entire league. And has been the face of the league for so long. I can't imagine a league without him. Talk about it. Talk about it. I can't imagine a league without LeBron James. Honestly, we can say 
you say LeBron James at this point, like his son does not have to be a legitimate <laughs> NBA player to make an NBA roster simply on the promise that LeBron James will join your team if you sign him. What's the uh, what's, being honest? What's the funniest uh, possible team that LeBron and his son end up on given this situation? I mean there's so many like irrelevant teams, right? There's like the Sacramento Kings, like <laughs> Oklahoma <laughs> State, LeBron James. Hey, I'm gonna say he puts some respect. Like random teams that like in like in small markets that like, no one really cares about, right? But like but the reality is if they were to ever sign like LeBron James, even if it's on like the veteran minimum, which he said he would, he would literally do just to play with his son, like that team would like just from like the business perspective. Oh yeah. Like they would make, and see they would make so much money from like the TV. The jerseys. LeBron James final season, like jerseys, shot LeBron and his son together. Like, Disney have to go to the finals. The, the ticket sales, people, every, everyone's gonna obviously come to see them play together. And like, like I would do it. I would sign up in a heartbeat. That team would have the biggest target on everybody's back. Oh, everyone would be Somebody would try to injure. Somebody would intentionally injure LeBron. Hundred percent. Yeah. They take. They end the season. I, I actually don't think so. I think at this point, he's, he's been playing for so long that at this point, like, everyone that enters the NBA, when you ask them, like, who's your favorite player? It's like, it's LeBron James. Because they were like, that's who they grew up watching. Yeah. It's their hero. That's crazy, yeah. yeah. And he's still putting up crazy numbers. Right. Yeah. Like, he's still amazing. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we're going to be the stars for LeBron James 40 years from now. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That's fact. Like, the, the things now I feel like we take for granted as being, like, so specific to what not. It, it's hard to imagine being nostalgic in the same way, but it's like they're still present. Like I feel like that's one thing about these days is that, like, technology is better. People live longer. Like, I feel like it's easier to take things for granted because it's not just going to be, like, cut short. Yeah, like, even with the Beatles, you know, like, you know, everything kind of fell apart there. Famously, like people died, like mm-hmm. shit changed. But like nowadays, it's like LeBron has been in it for a minute, like yeah. And we're gonna remember him for honestly forever. He's like a super terrible part of like I, the idea of basketball. I, think it, I just think it's so funny because like the the old heads that like and like drunk uncles, people at the barbershop, whatever that like we roll our eyes at that I'm talking about, like. Michael Jackson, like Jordan in the nineties, like yeah. like all these yeah. like all these other like things that like Tupac, Biggie, whatever, like we're like you have to be there. Like at a certain point, we're gonna be the exact same people. Oh absolutely. Talking about like being like the people from our generation that were like Yo, like you don't understand. You had to be there. You had to be. Listen, like Playboy Cardi. Yeah, she was right. Listen, Playboy Cardi had to be there. Lucy Bird had to be there. Exo Tour Life. Honestly, Lucy Bird, one of those people. You had to be there. You had to be there. I'm be sixty years old. Like you have to understand. He doesn't really care if you die. Yeah. All right. Never even telling a lie. Come on, bro. Push to the edge. That was crazy. Yeah, you can get moments like that again. You had to be there. Raindrop, drop top. 
Amigos, amigos, amigos. That's, that's, you have to be there. How do you explain explain amigos to someone that was born in 2050? (laughs) (laughs) That's an impossible question. You can't. You can't. You don't. You can't, but in 2060, when we pull up the split, hopefully one day. Yeah, you'll be like, who are the amigos? Some grandpappy's left. Explain. Who the amigos were. Honestly, or should we rotate through? Do one, just let's do one or two more. Let's do one or two more. Okay, here's yeah, I have a question. This actually is kind of like esoteric, right? Your best one left. Shit, it's my best one. Yeah. Okay, I have two. One is very small. Should I ask the small one first? Mm-hmm. It's for Miles specifically. Oh, sure. All right, Miles. So, way, way, way back, five episodes ago, which basically means five to six months on this podcast, uh, <laughs> we had an episode where we spent a lot of time talking about transforming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question specifically was, what would you transform into if you were a transformer, and what would your transformer name be? Uh, for reference, I was Wild Rider. Caleb uh, originally was Trail Crash, and he said, that shit is whack, and he's Caleb Tron now. Uh, so if you have a Transformers name, what would your name be? And what would you transform into as a as Dennis and a Cybertron? Hmm. Just to do something cool, I would transform into an ice cream truck. <laughs> so I can bring joy to the people of my community. Hey, that's a great answer. That's honestly a great answer. That's a great answer. <laughs> that's a great answer. <laughs> what would your name be? What would your name be? Uh, what's, 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 what's your name be? 
The book is called Cloning Terror, The War of Images, 9-11 to the Present. So it talks about, like, you know, terrorism is, again, like, these sort of, like, mimetic ideas and how it's tied into what the author calls a fear of the throne. You know, so written back in, I believe, 2008. So my question is, you know, we talk about, like, medical ethics and these larger ideas as technology advances. Should cloning be legal? And how do we feel about no, why? It would like potentially double the population size in like a couple of years. Well, uh, not a couple of years. <laughs> I mean, but, like, like the, the real logistics of cloning. It's not like a sci-fi show, right? Like you literally are like. That's a couple of years. You're basically. How do you think cloning works, honestly? <laughs> If it works as it does in sci-fi movies, but it does it happen in a couple seconds. Star Trek level cloning? It's not mycosis, and then we're cloning. Wait, every cloning proud family will be. Those were made of peanuts. <laughs> That's clearly not how Good it works. This was made in a couple seconds, man. They were like thousands of gorgons, peanut gorgons. <laughs> nah, okay, Loki. I had, I had a really good friend. I mean, but we always used to say that his head was shaped like the peanut kids. <laughs> Off the Proud Family. Have you seen the Proud Family yeah. movie? Yeah, sure. if, for those who haven't, they're like little, uh, they're a peanut man. That movie's yeah. really weird. Really weird movie. The villain's like a, a burnt up clone of George Washington yeah. Carver, and he's cloning peanuts. But they have peanut they're man. shaped like Aunt Jemima. <laughs> they were kind of like, oh no, that's that's not the Pearl Milling Company. That's not. I've seen that. Post 2020, they finally decided, damn, this was kind of racist, guys. <laughs> we're still going to sell the pancakes. But now it's the Pearl Milling Company. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, now there's no more Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben's rice, also right. racist. I don't know. Did they change the name? I don't know if they actually, I think they kind of stuck their ground. Which I don't respect, but. We're on low percent. Oh, we're on low percent. Let's wrap it up. Let's, Let's wrap it up. So, clones, it's a no for you? For me, um, for me it's a hell no. Um, 100%. Wow. Fuck, no. Nah. I'm, I'm not even like. I don't even know how to say this, like, in a PC way. <laughs> so maybe, so maybe, let me not say it at all. Um, but, like, honestly, there's enough people on Earth. I mean, oh, oh, this thing at Thanos, that's why. Yeah, he's terrible. No, there's, but that's not. So I'm not even thinking about cloning in that sense. Oh, wait, wait, actually, wait, okay, wait, no, let me, sorry, I'll need it. No, I'll need it. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But, okay, here's, like, here's, like, my actual thought, right? Like, inherently, being human is being imperfect. And, like, I think 
like cloning and being able to like ge- um, like surgically be able to like edit um genetics and DNA at like yeah like the very like molecular level like that at that point like you're just in my opinion I I feel like that really like removes like the experience of what it means to be like a human being mm-hmm. um and so like that's why I'm like I I wouldn't like that and also feel like it's just like it's really like not necessary like what what do we need that for well I mean uh, can I say this? Like, I think my thing with cloning, and my answer is not necessarily yes. I don't know why I stand on it, actually. For me, it's kind of like the understanding that it's not like, okay, everybody's free clone. Like, I read this book called The House of Cloning in Once. It's YA, but it's actually really fucking good. Hmm. It's basically like in like the near future, this mm-hmm. opiate farmer, super fucking rich. Mm-hmm. The main character is a child clone of him. The kid doesn't learn to clone until later on when he meets the dude and the dude like kind of like adopts him. But then he finds out that he's not the first clone. Mm-hmm. This dude is like 120 years old and basically like clones mm-hmm. himself mm-hmm. and will take to a certain age to basically like harvest the evil organs. Mm-hmm. And this is just when he happens to like these two. Mm-hmm. So it becomes this whole saga. It's very, very good. Everyone should read it, honestly. But my thought with cloning has always sort of been like, one, we don't necessarily have to clone a whole human being. And two, I, I think of it in the same way as like stem cell research where it feels controversial, but the reality is like if we can recreate the cells of your heart and clone like a, a perfectly healthy heart mm-hmm. and your heart is unhealthy, mm-hmm. like that could radically like change. Like I functionally feel like if you believe the notion of the human spirit, I understand why people would be upset about the idea of cloning. But if we believe the idea of the human spirit and we call that something unique, then fundamentally, somebody with your same genetics, but born in a different time in a wildly different context from you, is not the same person. We want to call twins clones of each other, even though they're split from the same egg and made from the same genetic recombination, especially if they're identical. We would call them different people. You know what I mean? They're not like no, no, no. I'm, I'm blaming some some twins are only got twins since because they've grown up in the same context together. But you know, like. Yeah, just to wrap it up, like, really, I feel like... If somebody cloned me, I would call that clone a different person. Because it wouldn't be me. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's not not you, right? But there's a part of you there. If only in, like, my base, like, genetic code, I would be like, hey, bro, you watch out for backgrounds. We're running out of time here, but, like, how would you feel if there was a clone of Shane in this room right now? In the room? Yes. I'd have a lot of questions. Oh, right. Right. You would feel uncomfortable, right? I know. How would you feel if there was a clone of Miles in this room right now? You can go to Spark. Wait, of all things. I don't know. For, for our audience, like, I really want you to ponder this. And I'm totally okay, cool if you're not on the same page as any of us, especially me. But, like, how would you feel about the idea? <laughs> I, I like the joke because I have like my favorite hypothetical like if you're trapped in a room with a clone of yourself Ooh. and you can't leave the room unless like one of you dies one of you dies or 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 one of you like is satisfied sexual completion 
I like asking mm-hmm. about hypothetical because, Wait, like, because I feel like those are the two extremes of how you can interact. No, I feel like those are two extremes of how you can. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Don't cut me off this time. I feel like those are the two extremes of how you can interact with like another human being. As I think through violence or like the act of like. I don't know. You see what I'm saying, I, right? Saying so I, you have to choose one another with a cruel carbon copy of yourself. You're talking about seven minutes in heaven. Functionally, yeah, but you know, violence is also on the table. So for me, I, I feel like that's kind of wow. It's an interesting thought experiment. And it feels like a stupid hypothetical, but I do feel like it's an interesting thought experiment, especially when you talk about you know, self love, all this. You know, like in an abstract version, we met ourselves. Why is our immediate response that this is like the worst thing ever? Like it's our ability to understand ourselves externally. An experience we literally would never have if we did it in hidden mirrors. And what is social media if not a mirror that we get to show everyone else? A reflection of our best selves. Like if this expanded what we've been talking about this whole conversation. Like if this is an, an expansion of yourself existing in front of you, how do you interact with them? That's it. That's all I gotta say. On clones. I don't have an answer on whether or not that shit should be legal for its metal. Nah, you gotta, you gotta give, give, uh, uh, let's give let's give it a yes or no. I'll give it a yes. I'll give it a yes. Al? No. Clones should be legal? No. Okay. I I'll also say no. Alright. I'll also say no. Because if it's legal then that means like the patent can get in any hands possible. Yeah. Well it's depending, right? Because some patents are, are intellectual property is like you know pretty Look at that smile. 
This trauma's fine. Would you ghost this man? I would. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. That's good. Alright. Peace be with you. Yeah. Miles, thank you so much again for joining us. Thank you, Miles. Yeah. Thank you, Miles. Hope you enjoyed the ride. Peace. Peace.